embrace it, Angie, you're going to be fine. You're not going to break. And that was a literal mental hurdle for me of like, I'm not going to break if I challenge myself. And, you know, with my childhood, that was the fear. So being able to really break through some of those barriers was huge for me. Hey there, my friend. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Mother Project podcast. And boy, do we have an amazing conversation for you today because I am joined by one of our very own Fit Mother Project members, Angie Grulick. She's 41 years young. She is a mother to two amazing kids, a proud wife, and she used our Fit Mother program to completely transform her lifestyle. On the scale, Angie lost 54 pounds. But more importantly, she created such powerful internal shifts that she's going to share with you how back to her childhood, she was brought up through you know loving circumstances, but with a lot of negative self-talk and some limiting beliefs. And over time, she had to learn how to unwind those and regain her confidence and, and really just set a good example for her kids and, and have an integrated life. And most importantly for Angie, to really be able to have a body and health that enables her to live out God's purpose in her life. She's a very spiritual woman and, and faith for her is like the bedrock of everything. So if any of this resonates with you, this conversation is going to be very powerful. And I do recommend you tune in because Angie really just shares her heart about what she went through on the inside and the outside to make an amazing lifestyle transformation. And by the end of this conversation, I was just so filled with inspiration, love, and admiration for this amazing woman who's been on this journey. And I think you're going to feel very similarly. So buckle up. We have an amazing conversation for you today. I think you can really draw on this one to fill your heart up for more inspiration this week and uh, to really do great with your own health routines, just like Angie's doing with hers. Without further ado, let's get into today's conversation with Fit Mother Angie. All right, Angie, welcome officially to the Fit Mother Project podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much. And to kick things off, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to all the ladies listening, your name, your age, where you're from, and anything you'd like to share about your work and your family. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Angie Grolick. I am 41 years old. My husband and I have been married for 12 years. We have a son, Nate, who's 11, and he's very sporty and likes to follow the rules. And then we have a daughter, Lucy, who is also very sporty, and she likes to make her own rules. So we have fun kind of navigating the difference between the two of them. For work, I am um, I have a background in fundraising and social work, but I've also embraced uh, the world of fundraising. So I'm a professional fundraiser. I am the director of major gifts um, for a religious community here in Southern Indiana. So I love my team and our donors. It's a it's a great world. That's beautiful. It seems like you have a really full life and certainly a lot of things to stay healthy for. But I know your story, and I have the privilege of knowing some of the background of that. And I think that's what I want to get into. And I know it's always hasn't been the case that you were fitter and healthier and on this new path. So I'd love for you to like take us back a little bit to before you joined the Fit Mother program. Like what was going on in your life and your health? Like how'd you get to the point that you were saying to yourself, man, I should probably make some changes and find something like FMP. Um yeah, it so I think my story starts um when I was very young. Um I 
I'm the oldest of my siblings. And so I think being the oldest, my parents um, hovered a little bit more than they did, as you usually do with the older, um, your oldest. Um, but I also, when I was young, I was diagnosed with a uh, lung disease and severe asthma. And it took um, years to figure out exactly what my triggers were. Um, I went through all this testing and uh, we just could never pinpoint every single trigger. And so once we thought we had a plan, um, it went awry really quick. And so throughout those years, um, my parents were very, of course, very loving and proactive, but they said like, don't, don't overexert yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you need to be comfortable? And uh, so it was lots of like, you can't do this. You can't do that. And it was definitely out of love and protection because we were still trying to figure lots of things out. But then a few years later, what actually happened was on my own, I internalized like those you can't moments Mm -hmm. um, to I can't. And so it became like, I can't make healthy choices for myself because I need to be comfortable. Um, I can't run. I can't do a ton of exercise. Um, I did do some sports, but I went to a small Catholic school and um, there's not a lot of competition. So I was, you know, easily on the team, which I love that Catholic school. Anyway, it just became like these you can'ts turned into I can'ts and I internalized that for a long time. Um, And so I wasn't eating healthy. I wasn't doing exercise. I was just like trying to blend in with life. And that really stuck with me um, through high school and college, and even you know a few years after college. Um, that was really my mindset. I mean, I remember um, this is like confessions with Doctor A, but I had to have like two packs of Pop Tarts for supper in college, and I'd call yeah. it good. And now I'm like horrified that that was my reality, and I was okay with that. Yeah, it's amazing how like these early childhood experiences and mentalities can like create these rippling echoes that when we gain more clarity in older age, and maybe even experience the pain and suffering of those seeds of those mindsets that we start to change things. And then I know you obviously had kids and as you get older, changing bodies. So I imagine that all kind of stacked up for you. It did. I I knew very early on. Um, I mean, our family is very grounded spiritually, mentally, and early on, I really knew that God was calling me to be a mother um, and wife and um, actually wife than mother, but um, regardless. And so I, I knew that was on my heart and that's where I was being called to, but I kept remembering or I kept thinking, I'm not like, well, I mean, like fast forward to when we had our first son and we took our first Christmas picture together. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at that picture and I thought, oh, like I'm not... I'm not the mom I want to be. I'm. That's not who I want to be. That's not who I feel like I was created to be. Um, and it was just like, you know, God put this thing on my heart that I wanted to be a wife and a mom. And here I am a wife and a mom and I'm not the best at it at all. And not that you have to be the best at everything, right? But like your own personal best. Um, and I was not living even close to that potential for myself. Um and then that's kind of where that turning point of, you know, previously you were talking about the I can'ts. That's where that turning point happened of maybe I can do something different that would change my life. Um, and then like enter fit father. My husband had it first and I think he was probably just scrolling one day and found it. And then 
I saw the, the success that he was having initially and those maybe I cans kind of kept growing. And so he gifted me with the program um, just to try it for a month. I thought just one month, anybody can do something for one month. And uh, obviously it's years later and I still live the lifestyle. That's really amazing. And I, I, I want to dive into that shift then because you know now you're at the mentality having done this for such a long time that you call it a lifestyle. And now it's you have a mentality of like, I can and I do and these more positive affirmations. But I want to talk about the, the brackish water of the maybes because I think that's a really... That's where like maybe the hope and the light starts to creep into the darkness. Um, and I think there's a lot of ladies listening to this who have an experience for many different reasons of having a stuck in a negative mindset kind of loop, these scripts of negative self-talk and thinking. And you clearly went through this transition period of like of getting into the maybe I can do this. And then you started taking some action. And then it really transformed you in the process of that action. So talk to me about like those early days when you're starting the program. You are a little hope has entered your mind. You're like, maybe I can do a little bit better. Like, what was that experience like for you? How did things change externally through your actions in your physical body, as well as like internally through your mental self-talk, your emotions, your connection to God and and all of that stuff? Like, let's dive into that a little bit more because I think that's where a lot of the transformation happens is in that that gray area. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so like I said earlier, I, I've always been really grounded in my faith. Um, it's transformed over time. Um, I've questioned many times, but it's just very much always been a defining part of who I am. Mm -hmm. And so my faith has always been with me throughout this entire process. Um, it's something that's important to my husband too. And so when I saw him trusting in the process and trusting that the path is can be okay and can in fact be good. That's when I saw like, oh, maybe I can in insert myself in this moment with him too um, and trust him and still trust God and still trust myself. And of course, trusting myself is the hardest thing of all. So being able to, you know, when we embrace the program, um, some of the some of the things that brought me comfort right off the bat were knowing that it's um, you know. 80% nutrition and 20% exercise. That still sticks with me. And so I'm thinking, well, I don't do any of the exercise. I'm still getting an 80%. And in my day, that was a B. So I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> that's better than anything lower. Um, and, and you know, drinking lots of water and just being intentional um, about what we're eating. And, you know, for Josh and I to be on the same path, we could plan the same meals. And um, so, you know, we were like, okay, well, let's just make this as simple as possible. And this is what we'll have for breakfast. And this is what we have for lunch. And then supper, um, you know, we still kind of deferred to that perfect plate, you know, um, to help kind of guide more of an, a meal that could take any form, really, um, especially when we have you know, little kids running around. And I never wanted to be that mom that um, ate a different meal than the rest of her family. Yeah. Um, for me, that just that might work for other moms, um, but for me, that just felt like I was separating myself, and I didn't want that to happen. I, you know, my heart has always been be a mom, be a family, be a wife, and that's all like be one unit. And I didn't want to have to separate myself from that. So, the fact that we were able to do this program, you know, embrace this lifestyle, and still be able to be one with our family, our mm -hmm. little kids. Um, extended family. We do lots of family gatherings. Um, that was really important. So um, 
after embracing some of those initial changes, um, I think I, I looked at my mission statement recently and um, I wrote down some of the keywords in it. I, I didn't lose 10 pounds that first month. That was my goal and I didn't do it. But it, w- it was still such a positive experience that I thought I can keep going. And so um, I did, you know, eventually notice my clothes are a little looser, um, you know, and you know, you kind of happily brag about that. And, oh, I probably need to go shopping. So those like external um, differences were definitely happening. Um, my face thinned out a lot more. And, you know, but then like internally too, um, my husband and I were growing closer together. Um, I was reaffirming who God was in my life. And like, he had obviously never changed. It was me that went on a different mm-hmm. path. And so being able to realign myself in that way with him was a huge blessing in itself. You know, a theme that I'm hearing from you that just like, honestly, like warms my heart is you said this idea of like oneness and like integration. Like I think back to that first picture you you had when you had your first child and like you didn't feel congruent and aligned. You felt like there was some kind of separation between your highest potential and self and your God-given path and what you were. Then you also talked about how you want to be integrated more with your family, integrated more with your connection with God, integrated more with your routine with your husband. And it's like, it's there's this drive for wholeness that we all have. And I think the things that are sustainable are the ones that bring us closer to our own unique experience of like integration. And it's very clear because you've done this for years at this point now that like you have your rhythm of wholeness. And what's amazing too that I find, and I'm sure this is in your experience too, is when the body gets healthier too the mind gets healthier too. When the mind gets healthier too, and the positivity is flowing, it's so much easier to be connected to God and to source and to be, I don't know, just feeling like you are living your potential. So it's so cool how this starts to snowball into positive momentum. And then your mindset changes in the in the soil, this healthier soil, like in time, the mental chatter changes. And so you didn't lose 10 pounds in the first month, but you have lost 50 pounds total. So like, what was the progression to 50 pounds and like 54? To be exact because I don't want to shortchange those four. That's really fantastic. But like, what was how did the, how did that come off? In what phases? Uh, what amount of time? And what was the journey like of losing in those increments? Sure. So uh, it, it's definitely it was been a long process for me. And I think earlier on, before I started the program, I always thought everybody had to come before me, and so I always put myself last. My needs nutrition, exercise, mental health, spiritual health, I always came last and thinking that that would enable me to take care of other people better. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, like how wrong I was because now that I'm able to take care of myself, I'm able to better take care of other people. And so with that change in my mindset, um, you know, like it's definitely been a journey. Um, It's been probably about three years since I've joined with Fit Mother. Um, and once I hit some momentum, probably within, you know, that third, fourth month and really embraced the, you know, I learned how to spell Apex 10. I learned how to do it. It was just like, embrace it, Angie. You're going to be fine. You're not going to break. And that was a literal mental hurdle for me of like, I'm not going to break if I challenge myself. And, you know, with my childhood, that was the fear. So um, being able to really break through some of those barriers um, was huge for me. So we started and we saw some changes and then um, that momentum built up. And it's just been a lifestyle 
So I can't really like pinpoint different, like on a timeline of, you know, when I started losing more or when I was doing less or hitting a plateau, um, because I, I just, it's who we are now. It's, we live and breathe, um, fit mother, fit father. And it doesn't mean like we don't, I still have cake or like my, you know, favorite snack is a good pastry. Um, the bougier, the better. I'm all about it. Um, my daughter has a birthday party later and I'm going to have a cake piece of cake with her. Yeah. Um, but before Fit Mother, I might have had two pieces and like one on the way to bed. So yeah. um, now, you know, we've really learned boundaries and what helps our body. Um, you know, food's not a comfort. It should be a, a fuel for yeah. living a strong life. And so, um, you know, for us to be able to embrace that moment and then for us to be able to teach our kids that as well um, is really important to us. I know the first time I... <laughs> Um, purged our pantry and put healthy snacks in there. The kids were like, <laughs> and uh, now they're all good. But um, it's it's just, it's definitely been a process. But like I said earlier, it's this lifestyle. We just live and breathe now. That's so cool to hear. And I mean, it is good to also hear too, that like when you're making changes that affect your kids and their habits and routines with the stuff they're used to, like there's obviously a transition period. There's a little bit of turbulence, but you can achieve now like smoother flight after that. I'm, I'm curious, like what, what's it been like in your experience, like having seeing your kids watch you and your husband go through this process? Like, have they said anything? Have they noticed anything? Have you noticed anything in their kind of changes? And you're kind of shifting the culture of your family in a little bit in like a pretty profound way, like how you guys generally eat and what you prioritize in terms of health. Like, can you speak into how it's impacted your family or maybe even like kind of results that your husband's seen? Sure. I mean, and it's impacted our family a hundred percent. Um, you know, I don't feel like I was empowered in life for my own health um, to be proactive with that until recently, you know, honestly, very recently. And I don't want that same reality for my kids. I want them to know they can be proactive now. They can be their own advocate. They can make good choices. And I want them to feel empowered to know that like chips and pretzels aren't the best snack. Um, you know, you go through this time where you're like a pretzel is a healthy snack. Well, it, it's not terrible, but... Yeah. Is there something better that you could have? Or I just, you know, I want our family to be healthy so we can do what we were created to do, whatever that is, whatever God calls us to. I want us to be able to do our our part of the deal and be as strong as we can so we can serve Him in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. That's really what it boils down to. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, so whenever we do the Apex 10 or other um, strength exercises, um, I'll call our our kids. I'll say, all right, coach, like, let's go. And they'll do it with us. Or they'll be like, mom, you're not doing that right. Yeah. Or mom, put your butt down or whatever. And so um, there are coaches in that moment. Um, they also know that if I drop them off at a sport practice, that I'm also, I'm going to the gym and I'm going to do whatever I have to do as fast as I can so I can get back and pick them up. So, you know, if they're working their bodies and doing that moment, I am too. And Josh is too. So we all see each other going through this together. And it does, it makes a huge uh, impact just, um, you know, it's not just about what you eat or, you know, making the, making good food choices all the time. Cause you're still human, right? Like yeah. I'm still going to have cake. I'm going to, if there's a beautiful pastry, I'm going to have a bite. I'm going to eat some yeah. of it. Um, 
but really it's just balance. And um, so the kids see it. Uh, of course, they've embraced it. We all have one meal. I don't make meal. I don't make any meals actually. My husband cooks for me. Um, so I know I'm super blessed, but we don't have like three options. Like you eat what we eat. And so we try to make that as doable for the kids as possible. Um, but really the thing that warms our heart the most is whenever Lucy will say, Hey, I'll go run with you, mom. Or, um, you know, whether she's just craving some mom time, but it's what a healthy way to like hang out together. Um, And to have your kids hollering at you, like, or counting down, like, you have 10 more seconds. And so (laughs) um, it's just a fun, it's a fun moment for them. And I want it to be natural for them. um, So they, you know, can build on it as they get older. Well, natural is fun, right? And especially the idea of them coaching you, I think is absolutely brilliant. And like, they're probably so engaged in like, in doing that. And and they're going to want to see you push themselves and they're going to want to push themselves more. And the foundation now that they're getting at this age with the knowledge that you have, and that's laying down their substratum of beliefs now that they're not coming to where you came from with, you know, the idea of having to go from you can't to I can't to maybe to I can. They're just kind of starting off with like, we can, mom can, and I can. And like, yeah. what's the impact of that? I don't know. That that maybe is the point of raising kids and every generation getting a little bit better. I think you're giving them such a gift. And like, congratulations to you and your family for that. I think it's so, so beautiful. It's such a huge blessing. Um, my daughter is a brown belt in Taekwondo. Oh, and like I said, awesome. she's turned 10. Yeah. So it's like, I just, I've embraced this like you can moment in my own life. And it is just like bled into every part of my life with um, all of my relationships that are, you know, closest to my heart. So let's talk about energy and vitality a little bit, because I I think, well, but many things you've said is that you feel that you were called here to live out God's purpose for your life. And purpose, it kind of implies to me like meaningful action that is like put on your heart to do something, to be a mom, certainly. And I know you have a lot of other purposes in your life with your church, with your fundraising, with being a great wife, all of that. How has your energy and sense of like liveliness changed? You know, and I'm not going to date you. You're in your 40s now. This is a time when a lot of women feel like they're like starting to have the changes, maybe like over the hill, no longer in the 30s. Things are a little downhill from here. How has your energy changed in the short amount of time that you've been following this new lifestyle, if at all? Oh, it totally has changed. Uh, And I I mean, it's increased. There's no doubt about it. I haven't hit a slowing down mark yet. Um, I feel like I, the healthier I got, the more energy I had. And of course, that's not like a lightning bolt moment for anybody, right? Like, you know that the healthier you are, the more energy you should have. Um, but I mean, other than just being able to say like, yes, I have more energy now than ever. Um, it's, it's just plain true. Um, I've, you know, we talked a little bit um, before this about I've started running and you know so I'm in my early 40s and I'm going to do my first mini marathon later this year and that's insane to even say out loud so um, but knowing that you know I can get up in the morning and I have these goals and I'm going to do these tasks and my husband and I will text each other like these are our goals for the day help keep me accountable Um, and that you know the kids of course see the energy and I'm definitely ready for bed when it is bedtime. But yeah. um, being able to have a full time job, run my house, you know, be a good wife, be a good mom, uh, a good Christian, a good part of my church, all of that takes so much. And I just know that you know if I put myself by the wayside again, I can't do all of that. And all of a sudden, the purposes that I've been called to don't get fulfilled. 
Um, And I know I'm happiest when I am able to be in all of those roles. That's what makes me happy. That's what gives me joy. And so if I don't have my health, you know, you you don't have anything, right? Like we we all know that. But um, as far as energy goes, I just feel like I've never had the amount of energy um, that I have now. That is so cool to hear. And as you're saying that, I'm reflecting on a couple of things that seem true to me. And I'm curious if they're true for you too. I think there's a couple different levels of energy. There's like physical energy, which is like how lethargic or like spry and limbo and, and energize your body feels, which obviously when you eat better, your blood sugar is more stable, you're exercising regularly, you get more of that energy. There's also like mental and spiritual energy. Mental energy might be like when you have clarity. I think in times in my life, when I reflect back, when I felt like depressed or I didn't have something to focus on or I felt kind of like lost, it was because I didn't have a direction to like focus my attention on. It's just like kind of like blah and diffuse. And now when you share that you have like very specific goals that you even share with your husband, it's like every day you wake up with a magnifying glass that's targeting the things that your your soul is like calling you forward to to, to work on. And so that gives you like that mental energy. And then I guess the spiritual energy is the feeling of being on purpose to your deepest calling. And it seems like you have all these buckets now and they all feed each other. Um, I just think it's 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 interesting. And I think one thing that that I find is, and this is where I want to get your input on, is like when the when you're physically not well, it often makes you a lot more reactive with your food choices. Like we eat our feelings sometimes when we're not physically well. And then that translates into worse mental energy. And then we're off track. So we feel like less spiritual energy. So like we're reactive, but now you seem so proactive. So would you be open to speaking into like any of that? I don't know if there's exactly a question or a comment there, but like this concept of these different buckets of energy and how being proactive and they all feed into each other. Um, I know you've talked about to a certain extent, but I'd love to parse out a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I think just listening to you and reflecting on what you're saying, it reminds me of, you know, the hierarchy of needs. And, you know, when one of our kids goes off the rails instantly, I'm thinking, okay, have they eaten recently? Have they Mm -hmm. slept? What's going on? Like, what are their basic needs at the moment? And then building from there. And I think for me, it's the same in in every aspect of life. You know, if I... If I'm not eating well, I'm not going to be able to use my mind well. I'm not going to be able to discern. I'm not going to be able to think in a clear way that's going to be life-giving to other people. Um, so for me, being able to know my choices are, make my choices and be stand solid on those, I'm able to give so much more of myself in an authentic life-giving way than I would be if I hadn't taken care of myself in the mm-hmm. first place. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, like having having my shake for breakfast and knowing what I'm going to... Knowing all of these healthy things that I'm going to do for myself already yeah. uh, in a day just like removes a whole world of distraction for me so I can embrace that healthiness and then keep going. Um, and so my mind is clearer. Um, our, you know, I think being able to internalize all those different energies and being able to show like the kids, you know, now they see mom reading scripture more. Like that's always been a thing for me, but then it fell off because I wasn't paying attention to it in my life anymore because it wasn't a priority. And of course, that's something very important to me, but it just fell off because I wasn't taking care of myself. And now that I am, they see that they see my Bible out. They see the pages are crumpled a little bit. Um, you know, we're active in church. Um, we don't... Yeah. We go, we go to mass every 
Sunday and everyone, you know, the kids tripping on the altar, their servers, I don't care. Like we giggle about it. Like, it's okay. You don't have to be uptight and nervous about things. Like just yeah. live life. And whenever, you know, for me, when my energy is um, in a spot where I can feed others, that's whenever our family functions the best. Yeah. And, you know, the same is true for Josh. Whenever yeah. his energy is in the right spot, it's crazy life-giving to us. Um, yeah. And being on the same journey with him, we're able to call each other on it and say, hey, wait a minute, like your juju's off. Like what's going yeah. on? Um, and just like reevaluate each other. Beautiful. And I want to say too, is um, something you shared is I think when a, a husband and a spouse, a husband and wife and the spouses have like, are on the same path, you can be like a battery where you charge each other up too. And like, it's very seems very apparent in your life. And I think that's something worth noting. If you can get the whole family integrated, you have extra charge. It's not just like you solo, like there's a supportive environment and like that gives you more joy. Now I wanna I wanna transition towards the end of this conversation to talk about your running. I think it's really amazing that you found like this new challenge to focus yourself and like was that something you always wanted to do? Did you always have desire to run more? Or is that something that came like a little more recently? And like, what's it been like pushing yourself and now getting to a point where you're planning on like running a mini marathon this year, which is like incredible. I mean, you fit people at a gym, can't run however many miles you're planning on running 15, 20, like whatever, like that's crazy. Like what's it been like for you pushing your body in this way and doing something that, you know, maybe you didn't even think was possible for you? Um, I never thought I would be a runner. I still don't think I am. Uh, I just kind of go out and do it and then yeah. don't tell anybody. <laughs> so, um, I I think it probably has some roots whenever I was younger and I couldn't run the mile in mm. uh, you know PE class and um, physically or mentally at that point. And uh, so I think for me, it's almost proving it to myself that I can run and um, and it's okay to be proud of that. And yeah. that's still something I'm trying to be okay with. Um, I'm I, By default, I would much rather blend in in life. And so being living out loud is something that's a little bit difficult for me. Um, but running has given me more confidence than I've you know, ever been able to embrace um, because I couldn't do it for so long. Mm. Um, and um, knowing too that... It, it um, comes up against the challenge of my own health. You know, I still have asthma. I don't have the lung disease anymore, thank goodness. But I also know how to control the asthma much better now. And it's not, you know, it's barely a hurdle. So um, I always thought runners were crazy. Why would you do that to yourself? But now I, um, I, you know, it's a wonderful moment for me to focus on just who I am. And I just put any kind of podcast in my ear and it's just like Angie time, you know? Yeah. It's just like, um, of course, I love everybody else in the world too, but this is the time where I just get to focus on myself. And if I can yeah. just zone out for an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, um, then you know that's that's like my own happy space. Um, and uh, signing up for the mini marathon, I was so nervous that um, I made Josh push the submit button on the laptop to yeah. register because I just couldn't do it. And so uh, that was teamwork. Uh, I filled it all out, and he pushed submit for me. So. Um, very excited about doing that um, later this year. And uh, I, you know, I'm not a strong runner. I, um, I walk in different intervals too. Um, there's a you know walk run method that I typically will follow. Uh, hopefully, we'll build into more running uh, longer distances eventually. Um, but right now, I'm just trying to stay real balanced with it and uh, not overdo it or hurt myself. So uh, that's been the biggest. Um, 
the biggest challenge physically that I've done. And that's, you know, that running has also been, um, I have this book that I'm following that has a, a, a training plan, but it talks about like um, being strong mentally, spiritually, and physically. And it, you know, puts it all in a blender and it's a great yeah. focus for the week. So, um, uh, so yeah, I'm running and uh, can't wait to get a new pair of running shoes. I mm. used to joke that I do the 5Ks for the shirts. Uh, <laughs> I, love, <laughs> I love a good t-shirt. So um, uh, it's it's definitely been a new thing for me, uh, but I'm really enjoying it. And clearly, you're t- you're enjoying it. You're finding joy in this. And, and it's also integrating. I mean, it's got to be fun to like, as you get more into running, you get the shirts, you get the shoes. And it's like, it gets more integrated. And it's fun on many different levels. And like... So good. And I don't know if you run outside, but for me, like time outside walking or running is like some of the most spiritually connected time. Like it almost in a sense can feel like church for me, at least like just connecting with the elements, moving my body in this natural way, breathing, clearing the mind and just like expressing this body's ability to move and pushing through stuff. So I I love that you have that. I want to ask you in our, our closing few minutes, like what's some advice that you have for ladies who are starting out on their journeys. Um, maybe they're in a similar situation to you that where they had like, you know, years of unwinding negative self-talk. Um, and let's say they have some kids too, and they're busy. They're running around between sports and different obligations. They're still working. You know, they have a life similar to yours. Like what, what are some like great pieces of advice? And they could be like really practical stuff, like make this snack mix, or it could be like, you know, more philosophical things as well. Yeah, I think... Um... So the practical advice, of course, is everything. That's what gets you like your first few steps into the program and build success, right? Like get a water bottle you're excited about, um, have the snacks that you're okay eating and that you can easily take with you, things like that. Um, We have 85 water bottles in our house. I don't know why, but you 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 pick the one on your feeling for the day. Whatever makes you successful, if you can nail down a few of those, those things, do those things for yourself um, to help give you a good jumping off point. Um, you know, as far as a little bit deeper advice, um, you know, as like I've mentioned before, it was always on my heart to be a wife and a mother. And I wanted to be the best wife and mother I could be. Um, and I'm sure there are women who are listening who are in that moment. Maybe they're not... Um, married or have kids yet, or maybe they're in the thick of it already and even farther along in their journey that I am. But um, without a strong mom and a strong wife, the family is going to, it's it's not going to live up to its potential. And so um, I think you really have to believe in yourself. You really have to give yourself just, just a breath of confidence and a breath of effort and know that um, nothing happens overnight. Consistency is huge. Um, just being consistent and making small changes will change your life. Um, you know, fit mother, fit father gives such great, um, such a great roadmap of how to do that. And even if you can't embrace the entire program immediately, taking those baby steps um, is huge. You know, I've mentioned Josh a few times um, on the podcast this morning. He's my huge accountability partner. Um, My sister and I are very close, so I will talk to her very often too. Um, But finding one or two people that can journey with you and say, hey, like, put that third piece of cake down. It's okay. Like, if you still want it tomorrow, have a nibble. Um, But having that accountability person um, is a huge, um, huge thing as well. 
in my opinion. Um, and then, you know, for me, and I know everybody's different on the faith spectrum, um, but wherever you feel like the closest to God or to whatever, um, if that's what gives you joy and energy, figure out how to get that and draw energy from that. Because um, there are things in my life that I could have never done without somebody else's help. Um, mm. It just it just wouldn't happen. Um, that strength comes from some other place. And so um, knowing you can't do everything, but you can take care of yourself, um, I, you know, start there and reach out. I know our Facebook community is crazy, amazing and wonderful. And um, I wouldn't be here if it wouldn't have been for Amy, who gave me a little extra encouragement to share um, a reflection on my journey. And so... Uh, really know where you can go for support. Um, yeah, I, all little bits of advice. I, I got to say, that was like so well said. I don't think anything else needs to be said past that. I am filled with so much appreciation, inspiration, gratitude, excitement for you and your family. Like, you are a beautiful person. You've gone through a beautiful journey. I'm so excited for all your years ahead. When you do uh, run your mini marathon, Please post about it in the group. I can't wait to celebrate you with the rest of the Fit Mother community. And Angie, I want to thank you for coming on and being willing to share your heart to inspire us and for being a part of our community. It means so much to me. Thank you so much. It's changed my world. So I'm glad to do what I can. Thanks, Angie. Hey there, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fit Mother Project podcast. If you love what you heard, I have a favor to ask you. Please consider taking 60 seconds right now to leave us a rating and review on our podcast. Leaving us a review is super quick. It only takes a minute and it's so, so helpful to us as it really boosts this podcast to reach more people who need this information and this message. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, you can leave us a star rating and review. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit the like button and leave us a comment. Overall, I truly appreciate you being with us here on the podcast. On behalf of me and my entire Fit Mother Project team, we truly feel honored and grateful to support you and your family on your journey to fantastic health. I thank you for your support of this podcast and of this mission. Also, if you're interested in joining our complete Fit Mother program and becoming an official member of our community, you can visit our website, fitmotherproject.com. And on the Fit Mother site, you'll be able to see our complete Fit Mother program along with our online store with the best supplements designed for busy moms. And you'll also find a ton of free resources like recipes, workouts, meal plans, and more. God bless you and your family. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll catch you on the next episodes of the Fit Mother Project podcast.